Welcome to Loving People to the Cross. I'm Pastor Tom Crandall. I'm so excited that you've joined us today. I hope and pray that this word from the Lord encourages you and uplifts you in your spirit. And I hope it draws you to walk closer with Him. Remember, after the podcast, stick around for one more message from me, your host, Pastor Tom Crandall. God bless you, my friend. I want to share something with you a little personal. This week, that small, still voice spoke to my heart. I was getting in the shower, and I'm, I'm standing there, and I'm washing my hair, and that small, still voice said, are you broken? And I lost it. Anybody else ever done that? The Lord just say something to your heart, and you just lose it. Carrie walks in, and she opens the bathroom door, and she says, are you crying? She's used to it by now, amen, honey? And I couldn't even respond. Sometimes in the midst of being broken, we forget that we serve a God who takes broken things, listen to this, and uses them for His purpose, for His glory, and for His kingdom. Amen? Amen. This morning I want you to go to Isaiah chapter 43. Isaiah chapter 43. And as you turn there, I want to share with you a story of a little boy named Timmy. Little Timmy and his mother go into a pottery store. And she looks at him as they walk through the door and she says, Timmy, don't you touch a thing in here. And he says, why, Mama? She said, because if you break it, we have to buy it. Or even worse, you could be cut. So don't you touch a thing. Little Timmy walks in and they, they get all the way through the door and little Timmy looks around at all the pottery and he says, man, this stuff is neat. And he's got his hands in his pockets and he doesn't want to touch anything. Little Timmy is petrified and, and he's, he's kind of timid and he doesn't want to touch anything and he looks up and he sees a big sign that says kids section. And Timmy says, but I can touch stuff over there. And little Timmy goes over there and he's, he's looking at everything and, and he tried his best not to touch anything and he sees this little porcelain fire truck. We all know what little boys do with fire trucks, right? They play with them. Little Timmy reaches up and it falls and it breaks. His mother runs over because she can hear him say, oh my. And she runs to him and she says, what's wrong? What have you done? I told you not to touch anything. Now you've done it and you've broke it. When we get home, I'm going to tell your father what you've done. Little Timmy drops his head and he walks over and he gets in the car and they go home and his dad's at the door as they walk in and She says, ask little Timmy what he'd done today at the pottery store after I told him not to touch anything. He said, Daddy, you got to understand, it was a fire truck. And I had to play with that fire truck. And I reached up to grab that fire truck. And that fire truck fell and it broke and went everywhere, Daddy. I just wanted to play with it. And with a big smile on his face, he hands him the box with the broken fire truck in it. And his daddy says, it's okay, son. I've got glue. And we can, listen to this, we can take those broken pieces 
and we can mend them back together. In life, we become broken and we don't know where to run to. We don't know what to do. We just know that we're in trouble and things are not going the way they should. Life is hard. It's complicated. It's full of uncertainties. But God can take those broken pieces and He can mend them and put them back together. I don't know what life has thrown at you this morning. I don't know what you're going through this morning. I don't know what it is you're struggling with this morning. For crying out loud, I don't even know what the years of your life have brought you to this very moment. But I can tell you this. Are you sure that you serve a God that's on the mountain? Are you sure that you serve a God that's in the valley? Miss Christie had no idea these were in my notes and I walked in. She said, I got a special. And I look on the table and I looked at Carrie. I said, you've got to be kidding me. God's always on time. Amen? So I'm asking you this question. If you're not sure this morning, I'm going to ask you this question. Are you broken? And if so, what are you broken for? Maybe it's things that you have questions about your entire life that you've never truly got answers to. Maybe that's what you're broken over. Maybe you're broken because you've struggled and struggled and struggled to find a way in life and you can't figure it out. Are you broken because you have seen things happen in your life that you just don't understand how a God who loves you and cares for you could allow such things to happen. I want to say this this morning in John chapter 10, verse 10 and through 11. It says, For the enemy came to kill, steal, and destroy, and Jesus came to give life more abundantly. That word abundantly is a powerful word. It means overflow. Never ending. It never stops. This morning, I'm asking, are you broken? Chapter 43 of the book of Isaiah starting in verse 1, says, But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, Thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia, Zebia for thee. Now I want to share something with you this morning. I cannot hardly think of more beautiful words in the Old Testament from God to His people to say to His people, and just think about these realities in our own lives right now. Through Christ. So obviously it's not the exact same as when God is speaking to them in Israel at that very moment, is it? He doesn't say, if you walk through the fire. He says, when you walk through the fire. He doesn't say, if you walk through the water. He says, when you walk through the water, I will be with you. God has not left you nor forsaken you, my friend. A lot of people say, I've prayed and I've prayed and nothing's ever happened. I've called on the name of the Lord and I've, I've cried out time and time again and nothing happens. What kind of dedication 
is that from a God who said He loves us? Well, I want to ask you this this morning. What kind of relationship do you have with that God that you call on? Amen? So oftentimes we want to treat God like a magic genie and we want to rub Him and get our three wishes and go on about our day. That's not the way this works. We want to spend so much time praying for stuff to happen in our lives, but we don't want to give Him a bit of time of our life. We spend so much time departed from everything else. We can... We can spend hours on our cell phones scrolling through social media. We can spend hours hanging out with buddies and and talking and having a good time. We can spend hours of our day doing endlessly nothing. And when we do walk through the fire, we God, where are you at? Why am I going through this? Where are you in the midst of this? You know, there's this part of life that I really love. These past couple of weeks, Carrie and I have faced our own uncertainties of not knowing what's going on. Amen? I've said from the very beginning of spiritual warfare. Amen? The enemy will attack every angle he can. He will come after you. He will come after your children. He will find anything he can to attack to get you distracted from what God's purpose is in life. I shared this with Waylon. We walked in Laboner that night. I was a nervous wreck that afternoon and I couldn't figure it out. We got absolutely zero answers that day. I was so aggravated by the time they brought us those discharge papers. I'm being straight, 100% honest with y'all. I was so aggravated. I I didn't say anything. I just kept my mouth shut. I know that's hard for some of you to believe. Amen? But I did. And we get ready to walk out and I'm looking as we walk down that hall and I look over to my left and there was a child who had been burned. I looked over to my right and there's probably, I'd say, maybe a little younger than these these girls right here, 13, 14 years old, been shot. Then I looked down the hallway at parents who had received the news no parent wants to receive. And immediately in my heart, I said, Tom, how selfish can you be? How how selfish can you be that you can't go to the God who you preach about, who you can't go to, at this very moment, the one who is the pioneer and perfecter of your faith. You're so distracted by the problem. Hear me when I say this. We get so distracted by the storm that we want to talk about the storm. Jesus asleep in the boat. (laughs) Are you going to wake up or are we going to die? They wake Him up. He gets up. What does He do? He doesn't talk. Man, this is bad. Y'all are in trouble. I know where I'm going. I don't know about you guys, but uh, y'all, he didn't do none of that. What did he say? Peace, be still. That is the God that we serve. Are you broken? Because the storm that you're in right now in life, he can speak to it. 
Whatever you're struggling with, He can speak to it. I don't need some hillbilly redneck preacher to tell me how to live my life. I remember saying those words, amen? I said it. I was that guy. Man, you don't know. You ain't got a clue what I've been through. You don't know what my life has brought me. You don't know the trials and the tribulation that I have been through in my life. How can you tell me to call upon the name of God and He will save me from an eternal hell? How can you tell me that I need a Savior? How can you tell me to worship something that I cannot see? It's called faith. You have faith in everything else. We have faith in in automobiles. We have faith in our friends. We have faith in our loved ones. We have faith in all of these things but yet we can't take one ounce of umption of faith in us and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. You say, Pastor Tom, I know I'm saved. I've been born again. Great. That wasn't for you. Amen? I'm just saying what the Lord told me to say. For those that have trusted in the Lord and gave Him their life, where you're walking at right now, I love this, where you're walking at right now, I promise you, you're not alone. That fire that you're walking through, the Word tells us right here that it will not even kindle up on thee. It didn't say it wasn't going to get hot. It didn't say that it wasn't going to get a little smelly. It doesn't say that it's going to be difficult. It doesn't say that that you know it's going to be more than you can handle. We're going to go over some things in the next couple of months of things that... Christian people say that are in the Bible that are definitely not in the Bible. Amen? But I promise you this, the fire that you're going through right now shall not kindle up on me. Why? How can you say that? Because you have put your faith and your trust and your hope in the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. That doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. Follow me here. Because you have trusted in the Lord, because you have gave Him your life, does not mean that it's going to be easy. If anybody has ever told you the moment that you give your life to Jesus that it's going to be a walk in the park, I'm sorry they've lied to you. You think it's hard now. It gets harder, amen? I have called thee by name. Man alive, that flew out and hit me between the eyes the other day because I got to thinking about this. Have you ever come to the understanding, church, that before your mama and daddy had an opportunity to give you the God-given name that you have now, God already knew what your name was going to be. He knew how many hairs you were going to have on your head or the lack thereof. Amen? He knew the kind of person that He had called you to be. You say, Tom, you don't understand. I don't feel like I'm worth anything. But He said you was worth it. Tom, you don't understand. Life is hard right now. I'm I'm full of anxiety. I'm full of depression. I'm full of uncertainties. Lean on not your own understanding. You don't understand what life is through at me. You don't know what it's like to go through this or that. Let me tell you this. We don't know what it was like over 2,000 years ago as He went to that old rugged cross. 
beaten and battered. And He stretched His arms out. And He said, I love you this much that I'm going to die for you, that I sent my only Son, for God so loved the world, that He sent His only Son to die for us. Amen. So we didn't have to be alone. Amen? How can you tell me that everything's going to be okay? You don't even know that yourself. I can guarantee you this, ladies and gentlemen, I promise you this. The road may be bumpy right now. And I promise you one more thing. You may not understand the twists and the turns. You may not understand what it's like to go through life the way you're having to go through life. You've got so many questions that you've pondered on that nobody's ever gave you answers to. I can tell you this right now, I don't have all the answers. Any man who stands behind this sacred desk who says he's got all the answers is a liar. But I can tell you who does. And this book's full of them. Well, Tom, you don't understand. I've read it from Genesis to Revelation. I've tried to read it. I don't understand it. I've dug in and I get lost and it starts thus and thou and these and bands. So you get on Facebook and you read a bunch of garbage that people don't even have a clue what they're talking about. I admire Waylon Matheny. Man, I ain't got a lick of social media. And I'd say it whether he was sitting here or not. One of the most carefree people I've ever met in my entire life. Waylon, don't let your head swell up, brother. Who loves people right where they're at in life. I'll never forget it. And I'm going to brag on him for a minute. He didn't do it for his honor and glory. He did it for the glory of the Father. Amen? Was doing outreach. The very first one we done, I, I looked at Carrie. I said, Waylon was just right here getting these, helping him get these bags together. Where did he go? She said, he's over there. I said, over where? And I'm looking all around the park. She said, no, Tom, you're looking the wrong way. And she turned me and said, he's over there. And Waylon looked like the sack boy at A.W. James from the 1950s for trying to fit everything into a Beetle car. Just loving on people. Why? Because he knew that no matter what life is thrown at him or his family, that the God that he serves was with him and has never left them nor forsake them. No matter what life is thrown at you, He will not leave you nor forsake you. Let me tell you this, your friends will come and go. Family members, come and go. Let me share this with you. And I want you to understand this, and I want you to let it sink into your heart, not your brain, because if you get it here, you'll never get it here. Life gets so difficult sometimes that you just want to give up. You don't know whether to cry or scream. I was talking to a young lady last week. And she said, you don't understand, dude. Her exact words to me. You know, I'm, I, different demeanors have to take place in my line of work. Amen? She said, dude, you don't understand what I've been through. She said, you don't know what it's like to be me. 
Nobody loves me. That's what she said. Nobody loves me. Nobody wants me around. Listen to this. She said, my own mama and daddy didn't even want me around. My own grandparents hated me. I'm worthless. I I don't even deserve the air that I breathe. Why would I want to live? Those were her words to me. And I took a big chance. Because I tell myself, is this going to be the week I get fired? So I did. I took a big chance. I said, I want to share something with you. And I reached in that seat divider that sits next to me. And I said, right here, In the book of Romans, chapter 8, it says, What then shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not His own Son, but delivered Him for us all. He loved you. And I can prove it. If you just just give me four minutes, just just calm down and give me four minutes, I can prove that that somebody does love you and somebody does want you, and these people around you don't know your value, they don't know your your purpose. But I know a man that does. She said, "You're not normal." I said, "Well, I could have told you that." I want to tell y'all something. You are loved. You are cherished. Just as a parent dislikes their children's ways at times. Amen? Sometimes you get a little frustrated and there has to be some discipline actions. Amen? A father that loves his child will discipline him. Our father loves us and he's going to discipline us. Amen? But I'm going to tell you this, too many times, more than often, I hear people put stuff on God that had nothing to do with God. Carrie, is this microphone on? <coughs> Sometimes, more times than often, I hear people blame things on the enemy that didn't have nothing to do with the enemy. You have choice, choices in life, ladies and gentlemen. Amen? God gave you free will. <laughs> We messed that up. And with choices, there's what? Consequences. You're not going to be able to turn that off. It's okay, I promise. But I want you to understand this, ladies and gentlemen. This morning I stand before you and I can tell you that no matter where you've been in life, He loves you. No matter what you've done, He loves you. No matter what kind of trials and tribulations come your way, He is with you. But if we hope for that what we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. (laughs) I love the 8th chapter of the book of Romans. It's just filled with nuggets. Nuggets that will change your life. I want you to understand what I'm just going to say to you this morning. If you're broken, I know a God that can fix it. If you say, Tom, I'm broken, but 
I don't want it fixed. That's between you and God. Then you just, I hate to say it this way. Y'all know me. I'm straightforward. Live with the brokenness until you're tired of it. If you like being broken, and I've never met anyone that likes being broken, by the way, stay broken. But I can tell you right now, I know a man that'll change your life. There are times that we hit brick walls. Amen? And we break. And we bottle it up. And we hold it in. And I want to tell you this. There are times in your life where you have nowhere else to turn. Maybe that's you this morning. You don't know what else to do. You don't know where else to go. Swallow your pride and accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. I love it. Dale, I'm like a little kid. I get excited when I read the book of Romans. It's just full of life, man. I just get excited. Why? Because I know no matter how wretched I was, no matter how miserable I was, no matter how many times I messed up, He still loved me and forgives me and gave me a purpose. If somebody would have told me almost 15 years ago, you'd be preaching, I'd have laughed at them and slapped them in the mouth. God's honest truth. But I serve a God who is loving and able to change your life. Are you broken? That's the real question. Are you broken? This morning I'm going to ask that you stand with me. Hey, it's Pastor Tom. I hope and pray this message touched your heart. And maybe even today you're asking yourself, do I know Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior? You know, oftentimes in life we find ourselves in the mix of life. And life is hard. It's difficult. But if you've never trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and today you say, you know what? I want to do that. I want to accept Jesus. I want to know Him on a more intimate level. If that's you, my friend, today I want to pray with you. Simply just pray this. Father God, I know I'm a sinner. I ask you to send Jesus to come and dwell in my heart and to be the Lord of my life. I know that I'm in need of a Savior, and without Him, I would be nothing. Amen. My friend, today, if you prayed that prayer, I want to hear from you. You can email me at pastortomcrandall at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. I want to send you a Bible. I want to send you some, some information on how to continue to walk with Christ. I love you, my friend. All the angels in heaven are rejoicing with you. God bless you.